the new church that was erected in Craigan at the beginning of the 18th century was erected in a transverse direction uh, to the old one, cutting across the middle of the old one. And therefore, the altar of the old one, down towards the south, in the south at the south gable of the old one, would have been very close to a tall palm tree, which is now growing in Craigent Churchyard, and which you'll see tomorrow when we get that far. And that would, in fact, mean that the present-day palm tree must be very near where that old oak tree was down till 17 and 15. And therefore, the altar of the old church would have been very close to where the O'Neill vault has been recently discovered. Now, all that, in fact, makes sense. Because if you can imagine the position of the old church, and it's very easy to imagine in Craigan when you get there, then the present O'Neill vault would have actually been situated under what would have been the sanctuary, but towards the gospel side. Monsignor Thomas O'Fee, speaking in Cross Maglen a few years ago, about the historic church of Craigan associated with the O'Neills of the Fuse, within about three miles of which he was born himself. This whole area of South Armagh was one of the last strongholds of the old Gaelic world, and to the present day its people see it as a kind of border republic, independent of the two Irish states. Michael J. Murphy, for example, author and folklore collector. I would agree with that, because the... the the people always took this line. It seems to have been engendered in them, you know, I suppose, since the time, you know, the gap at the north up there uh, at Mighty Castle, where the Great Northern Railway line goes through. Uh, that's where the, the plantation of Ulster really began in 1601, when Mountjoy defeated the O'Neills. And th- th- that's when he built Mighty Castle. You know, you can, it's still there, you can see it, just above the Kiln of Sagat Stone. Mighty Castle was the first keep he built to defend the area, and from that right through, then from that on, you had the Rapparees after the flight of Darrells, right through to, to when, right through the present day, they're still at it, you know. I can remember the late uh, Maliki Connellan, who was an MP here for South Armagh, at the, the big meeting in Dublin to protest, oh, something about Atlee. What was it? The Ireland Act. And uh, he said he came from the rebellious corner of the rebel north, so I suppose this is it. Being study here counts in Amini, Marialar, the tradition of resistance. Agus Tasulogum nak in Chirgra Atul, a hoganorum ara, Gurdoilum, Gurar Egan atha in Cantor in Yeren. Agus Jering in Yeren are fad. A row on tradition of resistance shaw. A bunchlesh bejar nismo la le cantor jeskar argwaka. Mar mahoshinto leshnatorihe in Amshar Cromwell. Agus mahen tu arei frij ne shachto di den ishen chokito ernoye er Raymond O'Hanlon and Tori bawo agus abushle den yomlan in jeskar argwaka. Agus in sanam kerna agus arei guji na hokto di den ish kerna. Fi dram an laja da horiha in san canter kerna in a ro clani anlun bio rivishin na murphys of kilevi. Agus ernaia skriv an tahar eman o moroko pamphlage in a lerian she kien sais atriak the viewer shul o kushin. Agus tagan to his chahan shin kuji post na hokto isha jig. Agus caster 
Carl Moore, Mara Hogan, Winchery Cantor, Gafolair, Carl Moore, or Carahar Art, Croco, and Nun Jalgan, he is Bagnak in San Arch in a will, and Monarchan Tobak, a Winchery Carol, Lahar Nahoire, Croco and Shinne in San Vlain, Shakke Jig is a Shak Jig. Should be remembered that although their grandfather was born in County Louth, but still in the parish of Craigan, because the parish of Craigan goes up into County Louth, you see. And so they're uh, just about three miles up the road, grandfather came from. But that's another thing about this area. There's no border in no. any sense, uh, culturally, linguistically, or any other way, really, no. there. No. None whatsoever. I mean, same thing applies to South Monaghan, Enniskeen and that. The same people and the same way of going on on the border is there. It's an artificial boundary, but it doesn't cut the people. It has never separated the people from this side and the other side. We're in Annamar, near Cross McGlen, and this is the house out here where Father Tom P was born, and I know him a long time. And you've been to football matches with him? Oh, football matches with him for the past 24 years, and we went, were everywhere and enjoyed ourselves while we were out. And uh, I know his father and his parents and his grandfather before him. And it was his mother's people, really, who lived here, the Carahers? The Carahers, yes. That's where his mother was rare there. And came th then they came there. I don't remember the time they came there, but I remember Carahar living there, the old grandfather, if Mrs. Car uh, Mrs. Fee. That'd be Father Thomas' grandfather, you see, Arthur Carahar. I mined him there and was in the shop. It was enough license. And I used to go in and out there and get t tobacco and stuff for the old men around about the crossroads here. That's way back years ago. Rugger, steal him, go rugger, and and Monsignor and Jen. I guess we, we, um, ah, August war, egg, uh, Munu, a school, Craig and Duff. Tame Wadney is only a wrench. Giga Ella, Namarta, uh, Ermo, Sean Hain, uh, Mar Nyakarme and Erichin Spacia on a year, Marasoldich, uh, Jaden Kirsten and Yeli, Alano and Sheer. Own la tanu on gji nilach vronme urawan tabla ginnelli er kalin dar lenyu onyela hanik on spine a golshir chimpel dihad bluna stoilam nieting shinian lomhain ak kofadagas as oldom hanik mwincherus jog jeskerthad waka as jeskert as tushkert lui vima ahir moor shin shanavier should. Vise in a slawi ferme, Rogue, a barrister and Krega, and Octane and Parister Shin Haran Choran, August Haje, Malchefaden, then Farister Igundalui, Rogueshin, a Malafarner, Doctor Shanwalak, Savlian Oki Jig Dahi the Hocht, Shin Blean the Nernahog, Agas and Shin, Nervishin Ar Og, Vishar Lorg Ibde, August Fursha Post. Mar Ibri Ferme, Le Fermoir, more Protestant, Ineki, Le Colihana, 
Darwinium Doctor Stitt, Agus Glusha Suas and Shin, Agus John Tamil, Stohigar Hitchy and Ra, the Kalin, the Kajna Hate, Darwinium Ni E, Agus Foshad and Shin, Agus Foshad Chakbug, Agus and Shin, Arugum Ahis of Lee and Octo Ado. A golden news fudges here on Shin, you fedulum a hincher should a lanomish news fudges here on Ga, Gloon Ella, Fi Shan Agus Seamus. A Golshir, Guji, Chimple, Shaki, Jig, Noha Kuig, Tossian, Na Dokimeji, Stara, Agusna, Na Kadahorhor, and Na Klarukain, Boysja, Agusalehji, Insan Farestishin, Nura Rinu, Gahaj, then Farestja, Kragan Uchtrak, Agus Kragan Ichtrak, Sivlian, Shaki, Jig, Noha Kuig, Agustan Kid, Lord Boysja, Ungafoil, Agus Tama Hin Hin Han Ahir Luchin Shin Inzan Inzan Kaipish Airi Hishin. The Hervishin Vishit Safarasje Kirna Kufada Shir Le Jerun the Hoktuisha Jig. And is Masam Kufada Agasa winning the tradition. Godanikshidisja Inzan Kunyashin, the Kondalui O Kondal Winachain. Agas Ernoia and Ach Abbas and Chaulakadusama Shin Kondal Farmanak. Yevtu Tagarchi Don Chaulak. Ins na hanala, in anala olo, agus an anala na gera maestri, fuin slanyu, agus fuin litru kena, usajem hain, o fi, o fia, ich, kofadashir, leshan kahru is jig, chaulak, archenach, a vion, winshed, leshan farasche, dir brusca, a vroklak erne. Agus hui me shirin chen uruwan gavikin an o shan tumbi no shan yakakan o gafmarjin on ak erandrohur nyiririlum ein kiona aimshu ak ta tagarch doiv insan faris jishin kofadashir leshin kahru is jig. The mother, his mother was, I think she was, the name was, family name was Karar and her father then lived in a house in a well, a corner house when Beluana Mar school as it turned towards um, Kuliana. I knew him well, and um, this, after the father died, then I think that, yes, the place was sold, and uh, presently it's uh, occupied by a man named Karar, uh, also. And I was in the first place where I was born. I uh, Vicaracham or Zoldich Bajer, V. Dinya Ocoins and Octoise Jag and Shin, Cahal uh, Moor or Caracher, Tori Vion, Agus Kudohan Bosch and Yerendal, eh? Agus Vian and Slinushin, Cal Moor, no Cahal Moor, Stoya, Cal Moor, Hug, Winchin the Hatcher, Vishimar, Shinmar, Kinyan, Las Anyam, Er Kudj the Winchin, Caracher, Ohin, Agus Slinu, and Kudjanta, eh? A mulch of Farron Mar Scarif, Agus Gully Hanahain, Agus Hartchimple, Eran Hunya, here has the Hundayard Waka. One result of Monsignor O'Fee's interest in local history and genealogy is that numerous families in South Armagh, or indeed as far away as Seville in Spain, can easily trace their ancestors back for centuries. Paddy Short of Cross McGlen. My parents on my father's side originated from a townland called Lurgan Cullenboy. And Father Tom chased him there and he was giving a lecture in local history of that area out by Glasgow and Craigan. 
And he said there were just two families left in Lorgan Cullenby who were there in 1600. That was the Shorts and the Lavels, or the Bells, you know. Mm. And he, he goes in for that, and he traces all the families back. And uh, you like him for it, because he gets to know, and you can go to him, and he knows everybody and the history of everyone, and wh what farm they belong to, and all this. He just really loves that kind of thing. In fact, he loves the subject so much that where members of certain O'Neill families are concerned, he can reel off generation after generation without reference to any kind of note. Tagan to Ray and Shingaji, Tus Nahoptu Isha Jag, August in St. Kragan, and Bokal Bon Egnefili in St. Amsher Shin Ernoya, and Tahar Felim O'Neill, Ado. August Dagorha Kest Er Shud, Kian Trav the Winter Nail Lenar Winche. Marakir Lavskrivi, a Kur Lavskrivi in Lekela Fanachinia, Tassan Royal Irish Academy in Molaclear Gofoil, Ker Jeevho, Shen Fragra, a Hogshe Dog, as Tashahuas, a Dusan Yor, Misha Felim, Mac A. Bui, Mac Art, Mac A. Bui, Mac Turlock, Mac Henry, Mac Felimi Rua, Mac Art, Mac A. Mac Own, Mac Neil War, Mac Neil. Neil War, MacNeil Og, MacDonald, MacBreen, Kaha and Doon. Thomas O'Fee was born on November the 3rd, 1923 at Annamar between Cross Maglen and Cullihannon. Because of his father's interest in the Irish language, he too became proficient in it at an early age. And we have it on the authority of his teacher at St Patrick's College Armagh, Sean O'Boyle, that he obtained first place in Irish in the whole six counties in the senior certificate examination there. Later he was to take a first-class honours degree in Celtic studies in Maynooth and it was around this time in the early 40s that he began to write in Irish, mostly short stories and verse. Dr Brendan Devlin, Professor of French in St Patrick's College Maynooth and a fellow Ulsterman and author, told us of his early literary work. And he had never read this kind of language. Danta or Irish or North Irish or one note, and so he could do. And now he knew him, he knew him. She had her father's name, and Tam, and then he met her. Her mother, Ola, was a doctor by the era here. Because he had found Danta Crawley, Danta Stare, no Balaji Stareuga, Alua, because. Dante Okaja Fresh and Dante Green. Um, Tamus Minu are Habers O'Heave Dante Green and Kyun Ilsung Kian Aichakur will glow do say, Tashila File, Marhamplens and Doner and Nua Illy, and Train O'Yurkin Tra. Agus is Lore is Danish and Illyrian, Kudj de Hreha, Litcherha. And I heard Tomas, I was going to go to the house. Then Kurfashalish, Jakarshi is a 
na glústian rás a slugus pás a se tiacht an ies leis hén, es bug de chiel, es mál a dríl, ta djerulin a lá, níl glies a nhú a verhú búa an trén o yúrkin trá. An shumayúr a riefter dúin na hintashí a gén, an pléaskan a chíupú cáchar niau an chú co marla trén. Och bár skai glies na bunkanach ní hugal am a rá, na fiú a chúrs a chuntas leis a trén o yúrkin trá. That Thomas O'Fee's first literary efforts should take poetic form is not surprising. The Fuse area, after all, was the home of the great Gaelic poets of South Ulster, of Art Benaid and Art McCoy in particular. Only three years ago, Monsignor O'Fee brought out a fine edition with copious notes of the poems of McCoy, and a further work on the same subject was promised. Every person and place, every bit of local life and lore mentioned by the poet awakened the interest in some way of the poet-scholar, editor-historian. Well, of course, uh, this, is, this is something that immediately struck me, coming from a much more poverty-stricken area up on the Spern Mountains in central Ulster, which is no, or at least very little, remnants of literary tradition. Um, it's fair to say, I think, that from the point of view of somebody interested in Irish, uh, he, was, um, he had an extraordinary ability to reunite the old broken Gaelic tradition. There wasn't any real um, distinction between what we would call revival literature and the traditional poetry of South Armagh, which of course has a very distinguished literary tradition in Irish. Uh, This tied in, it's really the, if you like, the theme which seems to me to tie together almost everything that he has written in this particular vein is this sense of a unitary tradition and everything comes together in that the uh, sort of local and occasional poetry that we were talking about and at the same time the historical um, investigation and research of which he's done so much particularly at local level on top of that the um, books, various books that he has written are all on aspects if you like of the single cultural tradition of Ireland, even though that this may be found in all sorts of faraway places throughout Europe, like his book on the, um, the shrines of Irish saints throughout Europe, um, which I understand he has uh, just completed a new edition of before being elevated to his new dignity. Um, books on Irish saints, whether it be Oliver Plunkett in the 17th century or Columbanus much earlier, the re-editing of the Flight of the Earls, uh, a book uh, on the history of Maynooth College. All these things are may seem disparate, but in fact they are simply, I would think, if I may make so bold as to guess, uh, from his point of view, simply the external aspects of the single central reality. And in that way, he had uh, absorbed totally and almost incarnated, if you like, the central Gaelic League philosophy of re-establishing the, the Gaelic tradition, which is, which I would certainly hold to be the central tradition uh, and the tradition which unites the uh, historical Irish people. His book on Art McCoy now, for example, would be a very personal thing too, wouldn't it? Yes, I should think so. Here again, this became apparent to me, if I may say so, when I was brought 
around the sites, if you like, in South Armagh by Artemis himself. And uh, again, to me, it was a new experience because I didn't have a, a literary tradition which was tied to places among which I grew up. And um, things like, for example, the way in which he investigated and uh, animated, if you like, the rediscovery of Craig and Churchyard and the vault of the O'Neills was uh, part of this tying down in space and time the tradition about which there's so much airy talk, but which can be incarnated very powerfully by somebody who manages to combine a sense of language and a sense of history, and above all, what scholars don't always possess, um, a genuine personal sense of people and place, which we should also add is one of the essential distinguishing characteristics of the of the Gaelic tradition particularly. Back in August 1971, three local men, James Murphy of Tully Donnell, Owen Keenan of Turnavall, and Michael Herty of Drumbally, who were engaged in cleaning up Craigan Graveyard, brought in a tractor to clear away some of the heavy overgrowth. And the tractor was so clumsy and awkward that one of its wheels got caught in a large stone and sank. And when the tractor was being driven up from the stone, a young lad of 13 and a half or so, named Patrick McKeown, who with a couple of other children, as children always do, was coming running after the tractor, he noticed that under the stone was a hole. And he called the men's attention to it, and they started to investigate. And they hadn't to dig down very far when they came on a passageway. And the passage led them ultimately into the long-lost vault of the O'Neill family of Glastrumman. It might be said in one sense that the language of the O'Neills has never really died in the parish of Craigan and South Armagh, but it's no longer the first language of the people. To hear spoken Irish in its natural environment, the Gaeltacht, Thomas O'Fee went when he was only 12 to Ranafast in Donegal. Na an gra arm, shin a jacklog, agus, Bograhlin chakthasja her lahinian lee er margin, er an lewin, chedin, agus inye. Agus dolomuj bagan gaelig, erin dojin, gaji, bejit, gur bunio fesh in ardwaka. Agus an shin togo an rang, she is hun the fesha. Agus ve rinch scholar of the Lebrunu, and tahar donal magohogain, a tana hagat parasha, mala ranelig on the intrama. Agus, Kahime Adwal Narhigme and Fakal Sharif, 
a conrama lava and arch, a kibber mimer, dirt millium hay, and while Mavisha Kancha Roddy Milcher, a stohig will shake Hanchen, a Roddy Nahuil Milish, a session, Arbalom Rodegnata Sharov, Agus Yoiton Scholar, Agasas Misha Block. Tan Scholar talk at the session, Agashin Marahui Migran Farsha do Sama, Vime Stopu, the rank Vig. Uh, <laughs> Jack Vreni Hudi, Augustine Scalor, Tihel, and Shen Landmere Regalorage, Shacht Blinen, Yablina. Kevin, one tug, Mart, to Eve Mondosa and Shen Nunarumehin, Abel Tomorondosa, Yeno Corabi. Well, Neil Merochin Chufuishin, Vian Space Augments, Nadosi Goni, Gahirians, Nadosi Gaelica, Agas Stohiger, Ranafarsha Dolome, Kajoko, Agasa, could be space on the Dio Hin. Uh, few wine, Nervime go by a barrister, his Kevin Lumgor, one in which ran Kaylee and San Faris, Jagas, Bograhlin, Dowsey, Gaelica, Hagaston, Winter Og, was Vian Duloco one, Agus, Corum Space, Kahimeva, Enrique, Corum Space, Instant Dowsey go foil. Agus Sichol or Noe, come on. Agus Sichol, well, we tradition more Kyol in Yeshkatardwaka, Kyol or Lesha, we anakage Fidgelori heart. Uh, when my trilas and Edgel Mahin near Irilum Lavra Waihianu at an Edgel Agus has an accord, and Akvian Space Ogging in Sichol, Vio Dowsi, Agus Ethan Tichol in Snatiha, Harchimpel or Mawella Hain, Agus Ernoia, well, Nurabunio and Flan, a Kyol, Agus Machindo, well, Shomiur, Hogma Kurcher, Flakyol, Halagus, I was. Ah, Ashkaich neverosal, aflandan den ich vil ahilri oishle. Is kasel nagoleto. Garada Gulte da Drugu Nur Narel to Saniche Salergi Tattoo Sasta go digging to a hanokel, Rammer Tashikore Steel Ladger Sodier Tone. I know he is doing will Boyhus quit war a head of a shin a gold the ran a first year. Oh, Sinanachi, get a grand a first year tone. I want will. Je suis un data Dean Quinn of Dungannon, who has inspired so many people in his time to discover the magic of the Donegal Gaeltacht. 
Monsignor O'Fee from his school days has had a close relationship with Ranafast and the people of Ranafast, finding there the continuing tradition of written and spoken Irish which had broken down in southeast Ulster. This is part also of his inspiration, is the the um, effort to to re-knit, if you like, the torn strands of the tradition to which he has devoted so much of his energy in the past years. I'm not perhaps the best person to talk about uh, his involvement with Ranafast and the people of Ranafast and the remarkable body of men who started the Ranafast colleges and uh, who did so much as a result for Irish throughout the North. I came a bit later than what you might call the golden age of Ranafast and um, therefore other people could speak more powerfully and more personally about it. But uh, I think everybody in uh, every Ulsterman who has learned or relearned Irish is directly indebted to that enterprise. And it had, uh, probably still has, an extraordinary sort of élan about it. And uh, there, there were sometimes, I suppose, a sense that uh, its golden age saw uh, a kind of select company, which it wasn't always easy to, uh, to enter fully into. But the, the, um, almost the electricity generated by it was, was undoubted and very real. And... Uh, Father Tomás's work in Irish is very definitely a product of the early insights of people like Father Larry Murray and the other founders, if I may so speak, of Ranafast. Monsignor O'Fee's intimate knowledge of Ranafast and of his writers has led to an interesting combination of the literary man in him with the historian. He has done a special study of the social life of Ranafast as it emerges in the work of Mara Seamus O'Greena. Yes, here again, there wasn't... Um uh, as I say, as any sense of academic investigation. He wrote an article which is, I think, well known on the stories, the prose of Myra as a source for social history. And it's, it's one of these articles which, when you read, you say to yourself, well, now, why didn't somebody do that, you know, 20 years ago? Because it's, it, in a sense, slips past you first because you don't realise it all looks so natural that you don't realise how much work went into it. And yet there, for the first time, is um, sustained effort to picture the precise social context in which Moira wrote his early stories. And the, um, if you like, the essential realisation that the world about which he wrote was already dying in Moira's childhood and that these are fundamentally stories portraying a 19th century rural world now, even from the, from, from the literary point of view, to begin to estimate these stories, this is uh, an essential thing to realise. And uh, I should think also that, in, for example, in the use of them in schools or universities, it's extremely important, too, to uh, demonstrate to the modern student that he's faced with a gap in time and culture, particularly modern urban student. And um, 
this, if you like, brings us on to the um, the more strictly literary uh, things that he has written, things which he, I think, might be tempted to disclaim because I'm sure he sees himself particularly qualified as historian. But on this, at the same time, the historical investigation into the background of modern Irish writing is extremely important, and there are one or two, as I say, as we've been talking about, one or two very fine examples from his pen of this kind of work. Thomas O'Fee's love of the Irish language and of the whole Gaelic tradition has manifested itself not just in the literary or academic field. He has been active for many years in the revival movement, mainly through Common the Sagart, the Society of Irish-speaking Priests, responsible for Glorning Wales, and Cogail Nashunt and Nguelje, the umbrella group for the various language organisations in which he played a leading role at a period when the Cogail did have some influence. Liam O'Looney, former president of an Cogail Nashunt. Is Chereve Imokteran or Cogail Nashunt and Nguelje, a Casagumse, and Tamud Vyuk Maris Oldite, Vyuk and Cogail in Wench, the Glushukti. Gaelge, agus ag an am gaina viach si a brú fallasí ar an rialtas. Agus ní le ní is mó uh, via tástál an úrú na tachyacht. Mór óir uh, o ghíne gradamúla. Agus dét fíor á gama ar gradamúl an tahar ó fí chulala. Wán sé sin co mór lena fárson tacht féin agus a wán sé leis na pwyst a lín sé. Mar, mar a derim, um, but schoolary Agus ni ni vicar, shinin rod esquimilum har rodiella, na vicar, kushina the lorog. Vi 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 incredible larger egahain. Stardi ar no, agus nur nur vi thurskwal an komishun o mavioka na gailge, a choradolikela skrivshe, ravra do, a chir an avyokan. Uh, in a in a in a starul maradirha. Vi on Lyanunicus uh Silair on Agus we bewar a cower the Rina Bajer nor he cane fog and if he a gavyok on a tanga on 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 major scripture. I know if he shahiluch no one water on Erochumishun Shin. Near the a cap of on Kedur uh on on canon of Macbrain on Masum. Ac near Hanik Shishin ac er an crinio tionsknev agus masam ein crinio wan hela. Agus ni rebh nirutchin ahna agania beidio gorev ahna er egjam behinen amwedj ac dalchiamar arish rebh nahru shin kahimera mar vi ahna wahagun er chumas anaharfi agus istoilungar nak mister agor kushe komognoha erngumishon is more an ie nor tadina a playlist gest i will enchant hahi aku well shin marvi agas an arfi bsa ge care the v y bsa ge care the v on glushukt agus um bsa ge care the adirak 
an ganun ka starul freshen so estoilum nartugu cart fos don don major ibra arinyeshe anurud ehe nagus bailen kamashun shin on senior ofe's commitment to the irish language is matched by his enthusiasm for gaelic games as any of his friends around cross maglen will tell you kevin mcmahon for example well uh, monsignor ofea and for the last uh, 25 years himself uh, james mckeown john carraher that's two of his neighbors and i have been going to football matches i don't think we have missed any ulster finals at all and very few semi finals uh, we've only been at a few finals together but strangely enough this year we next year rather we uh, hoped to, to celebrate our 25th year going to matches and we had planned a, a bit of a celebration well uh, i'm afraid our celebration is going to come a year in advance now <laughs> and john carraher has been at so many matches with father tom i couldn't count them now but i was everywhere with him honest to god i couldn't tell you were that many places together that i couldn't tell you now we're all over dublin and Clonus and we're all over and then we, we travelled a lot after the matches for the evenings, enjoying ourselves along with him, having a good time and we're in no hurry home and that was the way. Enjoyed this us. was Armagh County team, was it? Ah, this Armagh County team now that's at present up. But we went to all matches, like down and Armagh and all. You followed them all? Followed, we followed every match every year round. During the t- unless that if he was away, you know, He'd go out for maybe. We might get a couple of Sundays out of it in the beginning, but then he might be away then for the, so much, but then he may always be back for the next one. And Paddy Short remembers him playing football himself. I do indeed. I believe that he came on a sub in the final of the County Armagh Championship. I believe, I'm not too sure whether it was Wolf Tones or Clannan Gale. I think it was Wolf Tones we played, and that'd be about around 1944. And Father Tom played with the Crossman Rangers then. I played on the same team, you know. And he has always kept up his association with the, with the Rangers Football Club. And the result, that they grew up with him and he never lost contact with the people. You know, never. And uh, he, Father Tom would walk in there. I remember the Rangers football team going up to play a, a game in Maynooth. And as we arrived at the college, Father Tom was there at the door. And he came and he shook hands with every person coming of that bus and could call every one of them by their Christian names. Which was fantastic, you know. As scholar and historian, Monsignor O'Fee's greatest achievement must be the founding of the Armagh Diocesan Historical Society and the editing of his journal, Shana Hassard Waha, since its first publication in 1954. Thantaha Raymond O'Murray and Aruni John McMire. Agus in the Yeshin Blint and Yeshin Scripture he and Alt the Rise and and return the fallen return of of John McMurray. 
well, Cora Tusle common Shanakas art waha and Nije Keg is a three. Agus Hanagan Kid Iberden Irish Shanakas art waha mark and Blaine Dargun. Iris couple of Kid Lachnak on Intex Scholar Agus Ohinale Tashe Avalchu Agin. It's a very high scholarly journal and a friend of Antarhof here. Uh, one of the pillars of the society who is dead, Gunyanaji Grasta, or Sagard Eamon O'Devlin, I remember him saying that uh, the history of Ireland will never be written until the local history is written. I've always remembered that phrase of uh, Sagard O'Devlin, and uh, I think it's true that uh, there wasn't enough digging hasn't been done, and especially the ordinary people of Ireland, their history was never really told. And I think that's the importance of our journal, that it's, that it's bringing forward all the ordinary people of Ireland into scholarly work. And um, this, this is, I think we began this, Clacher uh, and, and Arma, and uh, this past uh, 20 years have, have seen all this bear fruit in, in the spread of these historical societies right throughout Ulster. So... Now they have formed into a confederation of some 40 of them. It's a revolution in itself, a quiet revolution that has been going on in the background, that people have been finding out their traditions, respecting one another's traditions and enriching themselves in it. And it's very important. Monsignor Dean Quinn of Dungannon was the first president of Common Shanahishard Waha, and he regards Monsignor O'Fee as the prime mover in its foundation. It's Eshin Awoni and... Well, and I've known Monsignor Ophia since <coughs> he was a student in Maynooth and uh, it was he who first got me interested in local history. And uh, since then, uh, I have helped him and he has helped me on various projects. You worked on the Cross McGlen conspiracy, not the, <laughs> the conspiracy itself now, but on research yes. into it. Uh-huh. Uh, did he encourage you to do that? Oh, he did, yes. And uh, when I had it nearly finished, he discovered a lot of uh, new information in Dublin Castle about informers. In it, and it added a whole new dimension to the to the, the bit of research. Now, how does he go about research himself? Oh well, he's very methodical. Uh, he uh, first of all gets the actual documents, and 
then he goes out and does the field work and uh, he literally leaves no stone unturned or looked at about any particular piece of work he's doing. Well, I do know that every time when the Monsignor was coming here to give us a lecture, all we had to do to have a crowd, a packed house in, was to make a broadcast, let the people know that Father Fee, Father Tom Fee, was coming to give the lecture. And when that got broadcast, that we were sure of a full house. He was most popular in his uh, lectures. And uh, in that way, he, he spread an awful lot of the local history, made it known to people who would not otherwise have known a word about it at all. And, of course, he's a very good speaker himself. Wonderful speaker, a wonderful speaker. God bless him with a wonderful voice and a wonderful memory. His, his history, historical writing, as I think some people have referred to it as being popular rather than uh, scholarly. Well, I wouldn't know what constitutes scholarly history. But certainly the, the history that he has written is absorbing. And for me, as a non-historian, that's the essential. And the extraordinary part about it is that... Um, he can concentrate, for example, on what might to many people seem to be an extremely regional and unimportant um, phenomenon, like, let's say, the O'Neills of the Fuse. And yet the um, investigation, the historical investigation of that family leads him into Spain and into France, almost by a sort of natural step. Now, many historians, of course, would do that from a study, and... Uh, if he went to France, it would certainly not be with history in mind. But the, the extraordinary thing about him is that he has travelled uh, Europe in a way which very few of us could claim. I mean, I'm professionally a, a teacher of languages, and therefore I'm supposed to travel in Europe. But um, I don't, I can't claim to have travelled it the way he would have travelled it. For example, in two books which involve travelling on the continent, Imachna Nearly, the re-edition of uh, Taigo Canine's account of the flight of the earls to Rome from Ireland and his book on uh, Irish saints on the continent. It's true to say that um, he literally very often walked the ground. Uh, this involves, in the case of both these books, going to quite out-of-the-way places which are no longer on the great travel routes of Europe I mean, I've been to France God knows how many times in the last 20 years. But if you ask me, have I ever been in Kiabuf, where the, where the earls landed? No, sir, I haven't. I've been within 10 miles of Kiabuf, but I didn't think worthwhile to go there. It's just a village. But uh, I don't know, but I'd bet any money that, that uh, Father Tomas has been in Kiabuf. And, um, well, not only has he been there, but he has probably written a long note, which would be an essay in itself, on each of these towns that the earls passed through. Yes, indeed. And you'll probably find that he knows bus conductors and innkeepers and uh, uh, guides and heaven knows what in all these places. And again, this is um, it's one of these ironies, you see, where, which so many people in Ireland uh, go astray on. They think that, that if you are interested in what you might call the Gaelic thing, that you're introverted. An extraordinary way human nature works in the reverse manner. Uh, if, since we're on the point of taking uh, Father Tomás O'Fee as an example, 
Uh, his involvement and uh, human awareness, if you like, of his own dimension, of his own tradition, his own Irish uh, context, leaves him completely at home with a Flemish bus conductor because it has brought him to a sense of the basic areas and elements of human nature. And he will talk to the Flemish bus conductor or the French guide or the, the, the Swiss hotelier or whatever it may be with just the same sort of um, awareness of uh, human reality as if he were among his own people in Armagh. Now, I think that is a... I think that's an achievement. And it's, mind you, an achievement that we university people particularly can't always lay to our credit. It's to be seen in his books, this sense of the personal, the sense of time and place that I think we mentioned already, and which is also um, extremely distinctive of the Gaelic tradition, as we know it, going back over the literature of more than a thousand years, the sense of, of people, the sense of their attachment to the local scene, the importance of personal reminiscence attached to places and so forth. The uh, fact that I've been uh, so long in academic circles obviously means that, uh, well, while I may have a certain amount of expertise in my own line, I have uh, very little of what you might call the ordinary practical experience of the pastor. On the other hand, I've never been uh, an ivory tower type of academic. Uh, even though I've been teaching, I've also been, well, uh, always very much involved with people. Uh, I always tried in Maynooth to get to know uh, all the students. And now, in recent years, it's been rather difficult since our numbers in increased. But I think up to about three years ago, I knew every student in the place. Then, as well as that, I, uh, I have done some pastoral work, uh, what I mean is, in, in, in parishes. I, uh, I started off, actually, in the year of my ordination, 1948, uh, with a short uh, period of three or four months in a parish called Clonfecal. It's really the Moy in County Tyrone, Blackwatertown in County Armagh. I have to be very careful to call it Clonfecal, because, as you know, everywhere where you get two little villages, uh, the parish priest actually lived in the Moy, and people, therefore, were inclined to call it the Mai parish, but uh, obviously the people in the other end of the parish <laughs> didn't like that, so uh, they always insisted it should be called by its historic name of Clonfecal, and that's the right name. Then I, uh, I went to University College Dublin for a couple of years, I went abroad for a few years, I was out in Belgium, and that gave me a great chance to travel all over Europe, but then when I came back uh, to the Diocese of Armagh in 52, I found myself sent back to the same parish again, and uh, this time I was there for about a uh, year and four months or something like that. Monsignor O'Fee has, of course, as student, teacher and administrator, been associated with Maynooth for the greater part of his life. Mrs Mary Cullen, lecturer in modern history in the college, speaks of his pioneering work in that department. Um, well, his contribution to the history department of the Maynooth has been tremendous. He ran the whole department single-handed from 1953 until 1968 and that means taking students right through their three-year BA course covering Irish, European and English history. A tremendous um, achievement. He has always, of course, although he was officially Professor of Modern History, his interest obviously has been mostly in Irish history and even more so in the local history of Armagh diocese, archdiocese. Yes, undoubtedly this is so, and in fact sometimes one might see it suggested as a limitation upon history, an interest in local history, 
But in fact, uh, this is very interesting because I think most historians would agree that Thomas Sophie's greatest contribution to Irish history and to the extending of the frontiers of our knowledge has been in this area, and particularly in his connection with Shanika Sardwaka. Both as editor and as the driving force behind it, he has been to a large extent responsible for the extraordinary high quality maintained here, where we see local history at its uh, very best. I think there's perhaps a misconception that some people have sometimes regarding the relationship between what we call local history and perhaps what we might call the history of ideas or patterns in history and so on. In fact, these are not are in no way distinct and one can't proceed without the other. In, in, indeed, they're really two parts of the same thing. And every broad thesis or explanation that's put forward by a historian to explain some phenomenon or some data that have turned up in history, these are immediately subjected to the test of the sort of the local experience in particular places. And when this is of a high quality, it makes a very real contribution in this sort of dialogue between the present and the past and between the all-over view of history and the local detail. Now, Shanika's Ardvaka, of course, has maintained a particularly high standard here, a very high standard of scholarship. And I think most historians, again, would probably agree that um, Thomas Sophie's own, or at least one of his major com- contributions to the extension of our knowledge, is in his article on the Church of Armagh under lay control, which was published in Shanika Sardwaka, and which takes the sort of the detail, which takes the particular developments in the Church of Armagh and the two centuries before the 12th century reform, but relates them at the same time to social, economic, political background in Ireland and to um, corresponding developments on the continent. He has his own style, too, as a historian, both in writing and in his methods of research. Um, he has. He has this very real delight, I think, again, and enthusiasm for detail and for people. And I think this is what comes over to his students and to the general public. I think myself that his contribution to history probably goes beyond his contribution to people who are actively involved in it, either at the uh, writing level or at the student level, but also to the general public. I've often been struck by how many people who've never even met him but who've perhaps heard him on radio or seen him on television talking about history, who have got this from him, this enthusiasm for people, for place and for detail, and who have come to realise that history concerns people that other men and other women you know, have walked the streets where we live and that other people have thought what we consider our own place you know, to have been their own place. In other words, that history is about people. As registrar, vice president and then president of Maynooth, Monsignor O'Fee has seen some of the most traumatic changes in the history of the college and, as we know, many daunting problems remain for his successor. In the hot seat of the presidency, how did he cope during the past few years? Dr Brendan Devlin again. When uh, a much more open situation developed here with the, um, I would say, perhaps more influenced by the uh, setting aside of the old seminary regime than by, for example, any of the more obvious things you might think of, like the coming in of lay students or whatever, I don't think that uh, uh, was uh, the the essential change at all. It was the change of the seminary system which certainly affected the traditional, if you like, teaching staff there. Now all those tensions and strains had to be lived through. 
and of course they're always absorbed by the people in the front line, the people who have to take the day-to-day -day decisions, who try to take decisions which won't outrage the traditionals too much, while at the same time accommodating the endless demands of the, the new. And um, I don't know if you can ever really chronicle the um, cost of that kind of thing. But uh, it's uh, sufficient to say that uh, Father Tomas was um, in these positions in just those years. And uh, Was he unlucky in a way that he came at that particular time as, say, president? Well, of course, it depends what you call luck. <laughs> I would say from my point of view, certainly unlucky. I'm sure he would agree unlucky too because uh, as a man whose interests were specifically uh, those of history and Irish and, if you like, the conservation in the best sense of continuity and um, tradition. It must have been at great personal cost that he had to face all these difficulties and problems. And furthermore, as a man of considerable human warmth himself, um, he was to that extent the less defended. Uh, a more remote and uh, forbidding figure could have isolated himself, I think, perhaps, from the pressures. But he wasn't a man, he isn't a man to isolate himself from them. He uh, sort of takes them on his chin and uh, if there are conf conflicting interests, uh, he comes into contact with them personally. There's no sort of um, insulating layer between him and the problem. And uh, this, I think, can't have meant for easy years in the last four or five years anyway. Monsignor O'Fee moves now as Archbishop and Primate to deal with the even more formidable problems of the Archdiocese of Armagh and the North. He brings with him the good wishes of all peace-loving people. The coat of arms he has chosen as Archbishop indicates the strengths and pieties of the man himself and is a symbol of his commitment first to his own people and place, then to the uniting of the various strands of tradition represented by the Red Hand of Ulster. Well, Tasha Sucker, Gamay, Arhevawan, and I am a hardly Nagoni, Armas Najosha, Shin Inardwaka, and Pallium, Er Fark Gurumarajeta, Agasaran Thevela, Bayan Krish, Mar Rodlar in San Armish, Bishafas as Karig, Shin Anaya, Erin Karigsha, Hahogus, Christ, and Aglish, Ta Karigan Afrinigesh Komai, Agasanaya Tan Kregan, Mafarasha do his hain. Er have one than Chris be fiak fiak do shishin mahinchir agus maniam hain agus an tevela be lav jarag kuya olu kara givnya doing gur be dextra day lav jarag j atamar shori agam agus kara givnya doing komai ernaya gum winan muncheri e le kinyal own gur skriv me kaj war fui winchari nyel agus ar naya gur shimbal da kaj kuyga ullu e a ta indlaka e gakti of dan fubble.